Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Monday. It's Christmas time. Want to know what your pitch is for a Fort McMurray-based, you know, Hallmark, Lifetime Network-style Christmas movie would be. All right? Yeah, pitch me your best. What do you think it would be about guaranteeing that there's going to be something about the oil sands and possibly something about somebody coming from Newfoundland? And that is exactly what Shannon went with. Thank you so much for your pitch. Allow me to uh, relate her pitch to you. A guy and a girl from either side of the rock. I like this already. I do. Uh, meet on the fly-in, fly-out rotation. Hit it off. End up staying at the same camp. Get homesick over the holidays. Share Christmas dinner when they come into town after hitting up Walmart. <laughs> they buy Baron's raffle tickets on their way out. They win the dream home. Decide to settle down and have a family in Timberlee. And then they move their parents to the Mac. Everyone is happily ever after. I feel like this is like a little too real. Is it like is this just detailing your life, Shannon? Is this an autobiography? <laughs> is this based on true events? Okay, well, that part's just got to be true. At some point, some part of this pitch is absolutely something that's happened to somebody. But no bonus points for you, Shannon. You didn't get me the title in mind. You know, like, give me an idea of what the title for this movie should be. Um, I don't know. And I don't have one either off the top of my head. Some about the fly-in, fly-out rotation. Some about the shift work. Some about meeting... From far away and both being from The Rock. I don't know. I don't know. There's something there. Metallica's 40th anniversary Black Album-themed shows are hitting this week, this Friday, and this Sunday. The 17th and the 19th. Tickets are still available in San Francisco, but if you can't get there, which is likely, uh, you can watch it online, in fact, and free of charge. You won't even need to pay for a subscription to Amazon Prime Video, though that is where it's going to show up after the fact. Uh, free to stream if you've already got your, your subscription. However, all you're going to need is a Twitch account, which Amazon owns, by the way. But uh, use your Twitch account. You'll be able to stream these as they're happening live free of charge. Once again, that's Friday and Sunday. Tony Iommi has said Black Sabbath could get back together. Or rather, I should say specifically, and I quote, you can never say never, can you? He went on to say that they never thought that they'd get back with Ozzy after the early years. They never thought they'd get back with Ronnie James Dio again, and they did. So you just can't ever say it's never going to happen. And Billy Corgan has joined Cameo. $250 a pop for a message of your choosing going towards Paws Chicago, a benefit helping out with the animals in need of shelter and care. Tuesday. I have learned some devastating news this holiday season. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I think the news is just a little bit worse because of this time of year where we we're supposed to be looking out for each other. And there is supposed to be a sense of goodwill towards our fellow person. And now I'm finding out. Now I'm learning that certain uh, manufacturers are deciding that they're going to try a little thing out where they have uh, attached. They have tied the remote car starters to subscription services. Think of how horrible this really is. Let it just sink in for a minute. You've got a car. It has a remote starter in it, and you can't 
access it. That's the situation that I'm in right now just because my fob has decided to die while it got cold. Of course, you know, you're actually pressing the buttons again for the first time in months. Uh, so I am going to have to replace it. But the good news is, is that as uh, much as that's going to suck for the, the wallet, for the, for, for the bank account, uh, and I think that it's highly overpriced for what you're going to be actually getting, they've got you by a stranglehold and they know it, which is why. Now, this subscription service thing is basically going to do the same to other people who haven't kept up on that subscription or have opted out of it. Even if the remote starter's installed in the car, you won't be able to access it without actually having a valid subscription to the services. Can you imagine that? It's just a, just a radio frequency little, little button, little, little two-way. You're going to press one within the 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 range of of use and it's just not going to happen it's just going to do nothing for you the car is going to have a little piece of software that says hang on let me access the internet let me look up your file hey yeah no hang on here's some hold music uh okay yeah we checked your file and nope no subscription so no go your car's gonna stay frozen this morning and it's super safe seeing those vehicles out on the road with the windshield still frosted over huh some guy getting 10 vaccinations in a row i immediately picture uh, Pierce Hawthorne from Community. <laughs> Those vaccinations are for the kids. I'll be a living god. Uh, no, it's it's out of New Zealand. The story coming in that a guy got ten vaccinations in a single day, and likely on behalf of other people too. So there's a little bit of a conspiracy under tone here, where it's like now you've got some people floating around who are saying they're vaccinated and they've potentially got like the status to prove it but they're not actually well that's not a great situation but still I'm, I'm picturing this i'm like how does how does one get away with this seems like a tv trope i mean like, i'm picturing wigs and disguises a groucho marks mask you know what i mean putting on fake accents did he have to go that far i mean this guy's got speech craft at 100 but also chance of having a really bad day tomorrow also at 100 don't do this hey alexa play the steve reeve podcast Matrix Fever seems to be back in action once again. Uh, I mean, new movie, Resurrection, is going to be coming out before the year is done. New, weird, not-quite-a-video-game interactive thing you can download for your PlayStation now, too, to check out the new Unreal Engine. All Matrixy though. Pretty impressive. And the interviews have just been all over the place. Uh, and most recently, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss sat down to talk to The Verge, and they were asking about some, you know, things. Virtual avatars. But a year ago, a game called Cyberpunk 2077 came out that has a character that is Keanu Reeves. I mean, he's not playing himself, but it is his face, it is his voice, it is his actions and mannerisms, his, his motions were captured for the game, though he plays a different character. However, with video games, a little bit more so than with movies, modders can make changes, and one of the big changes that they made was for people to be able to have virtual sex with the fake Keanu Reeves avatar. Yes, uh, the producers of the game since have removed such mods, but Keanu Reeves in this interview thinks it's nice. It's nice that people have modded the game so that they could have virtual hanky-panky with himself. He thinks it's nice. Carrie Ann Moss says, nope, thanks, not for me. But you know what? Even though the company has removed the opportunity for you to have this mod available, don't forget, you can mod your own brain as a computer. You can use your imagination. I've not understood a word you've just said. What is it, some sort of computer game? In a sense, except it uses the most powerful processor known to man, the human mind. 
Tools drummer Danny Carey has found himself in the news for not great reasons. He was arrested at the Kansas City airport for alleged assault. Has since been released on bond and details about the incident are scarce, but originally reported by TMZ. Uh, he was physically getting into it with a male security employee within the terminal and the authorities did have to be called bringing him to what is really Really an incredible, but also kind of off-putting mugshot. It's kind of wild. Uh, meanwhile, Billie Eilish has uh, admitted that she recently had a bout with COVID while speaking with Howard Stern on his uh, XM radio show. Uh, she said that she was fully vaccinated, and it's not because of the vaccine that she got sick. In fact, she says that... It was because she had the vaccination, the double vaccination, that she was able to get through it, basically saying, I didn't die, I wasn't going to die, but that doesn't take away from how miserable it was. I mean, it was terrible. I still have side effects. I was sick for like two months almost, but they would have been a lot worse had she not been vaccinated. Um, Foo Fighters, uh, meanwhile, canceling their F1 gig. They had one in Abu Dhabi. Supposed to be after a championship race finished up yesterday, but had to drop out due to unforeseen medical circumstances, which is a bit strange, although admittedly could be related to travel. But this is the band that famously had Dave Grohl break his leg during a performance, and he came back out before the concert was done to finish things up with the rest of the band, cast on and everything. Wednesday. Ten things that you forgot happened this year. Yeah, let's do some recaps that time of 2021 after all. The Bridgerton Obsession, number one. Yeah, remember that show and how it was everything anybody could talk about? Shonda Rhimes had some new stuff coming out on streaming service, and then then what happened? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Nothing, really. Uh, the Bernie Sanders mittens meme. That was early, early, early this year. The GameStop Reddit versus Wall Street hedge fund thing. The Suez Canal obstruction. Now, I know you remember that, but remember, that was this year and not 2020. Your memory is playing tricks on you, and time is an illusion. The Friends reunion was this year. The feta pasta TikTok recipe, I have to admit, that one passed me by. The reunion of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. The time Dolly Parton recreated her 1978 Playboy cover. The return of Steve from Blue's Clues was this year. And the first 100% digital artwork sold for millions. The first NFT at a major auction house, and also the first time that that auction house accepted cryptocurrency. All happened in 2021 i don't know if we're better or worse because of it we we're just talking about some things you might have forgotten happened this year i uh, got some stuff now that you might not even be aware happened this year some very first things uh, you know first times for the world for humanity etc like for instance a human brain was wirelessly connected to a computer not not with a wire not with a tethered cable but wirelessly connected uh, and uh, the brain waves were able to remove robotic limbs simply by thinking about it that's pretty crazy um now oxygen was made on mars by nasa's perseverance rover for the very first time this year um there was uh, a lot a lot happening uh, tibet debuting its very first bullet train uh, national geographic cartographers recognizing a fifth ocean in the world for instance um Change in textbooks all the time. Change in textbooks. Astronomers seeing light coming from behind a black hole for the very first time and taking a photograph of it. Move over first photo of a black hole, period. You know, this is just very, very, very interesting stuff. And also some very, very scary stuff. For the very first time this year, it is thought that a 
artificial intelligence-driven drone was deployed to attack humans. The United Nations has some evidence saying that it is not the first time that drones have been used in warfare or in violence, but it's the very first time that a piece of artificial intelligence software was given the, the free reign to make that call. That, that is terrifying to me. All through the show yesterday, I had to keep saying it, I had to keep saying it, didn't see hardly a snowflake, but then of course... At one point in the uh, the late morning, it happened. It happened, and it happened a lot. I looked out a window, and I was like, I had a double take. Not because I'm surprised that snow is falling, but just because the last time I looked out it, I could see detail. I could see definition. I could see distance. And now suddenly visibility, very low. And I admit, I admit that when I did see that snow really start to fall yesterday outside that window, wasn't even out in it, wasn't even caught in it, and yet I still completely noped out of like all responsibility for the rest of the day even just i think things that were completely unaffected by the fact that it was snowing outside i mean at first my brain told me you know you stay in now i mean any plans you had to go out forget it no need no need to ding up the vehicle or slide around you just you just let the snow fall and then let it get cleared off of the roads but then that seeped into also you know like i don't need to do the dishes it's snowing outside no i don't need to vacuum it's snowing outside no i don't need to wrap a present or two it's snowing outside so I want to know <laughs> if psychologically the same thing happened to you. What did you say nope to as soon as the snow really started falling yesterday? It's okay. Be honest. No judgment here. Just, you know, the self-directed kind. That's all. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Holidays here. Uh, the shopping probably... Not done by a long shot. Uh, I'm in that boat as well. Um, and, you know, one of the big things that can be a struggle is just deciding what to get. You're getting for maybe the younger kids on your shopping list, maybe right in the family or, you know, their relatives or even friends, young ones. And you're like, what, what can I get them that isn't going to either rot their mind or destroy their body in somehow? You know what I mean? That's not going to injure them. What is the most dangerous toy that you can give your kid for Christmas in 2021 or give a kid, really? Well, first of all, a big study is done on this every single year. And one of the things that they found is that there has been an overall decline in toy injuries, meaning that toys are maybe becoming safer over time or something like that. But we'll tell you the most dangerous toy of 2021 is unpowered scooters. Something like almost 500,000 injuries in the U.S. for non-motorized scooters since 2011. That is a 10-year period. So, I mean, that, that accounts for that huge number by a little bit. Um, and there has been a drop in the injuries that have been related to it, but it still manages to be a huge number. So, I mean, and this coming from a kid, I used to have an unpowered scooter. It was the old style that actually had the the bike tires, you know, there's an inner tube to pump up and everything. And yeah, let me tell you, I injured myself a lot with that thing. It was probably wise for my parents to get rid of it at one point and be like, "You know what? You need to upgrade. You just need to get the bike. Like here's here's a bicycle. Figure it out, kid." But, you know, when you got a paper route, which I don't know even though if those exist these days. You got a paper route, sometimes you need a scooter. Just uh, just be extra safe. Maybe helmet and elbow pads, you know what I mean? Money being spent, big, big dollars. Uh, Paul McCartney just broke an auction. His base broke a world auction. Uh, it was an instrument that he used both to create some music in studio as well as uh, often on the road when he was touring with Wings specifically. Not even a... Sp- Specifically Beatles-related guitar, though, I mean, the association is there. A Yamaha BB-1200 bass, 
and uh, that was sold for nearly half a million dollars at auction, uh, the previous record for it, uh, for Rolling Stones, Bill Wyman's 1969 Fender Mustang bass. Last year, that was $384,000. American, by the way, too. Meanwhile, talking in the realm of millions, uh, 68 million pounds is what was spent on James Brown's estate. The deal just went through. And this includes uh, the master income stream, the publishing, the name and likeness rights for James Brown as well, and for quite quite a lot of money. Um, hope some people are having a very Merry Christmas out there because of it. Friday. Mom named Laura. Uh, this story reported by Global News. Uh, she decided she'd hire some festive entertainment for, for the holiday season. She wanted to hire the Grinch. She wanted to hire somebody to uh, come and be the Grinch. Uh, I guess this is out in Ireland, and she paid the equivalent of about $150 Canadian for an actor to dress up as the Grinch and come by and play some pranks on her kids, all in good fun, of course. But unfortunately, the Grinch really lived up to their name, apparently. Every single bit of party food, expensive cupcakes thrown all over the place, tree decorations broken, markers all over the kids, toilet paper strewn about the place, and etc. I mean, just imagine the worst mess that you can with a Christmas theme. That's pretty much exactly what happened. But several people are rushing to remind Laura that, in fact, she got what she paid for. <laughs> she hired the Grinch. Now, I would argue that she did... But if he's really supposed to be representing the Grinch through the entire story, I mean, I know we call people who are uh, who are cheap and 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 ornery this time of year Ebenezer Scrooges, but that negates the whole story, doesn't it? Ebenezer Scrooge is a different man by the end of the story. Likewise, so too is the Grinch, right? So if you're really going to hire the Grinch, they're going to come and trash your house. He better show up after his heart has grown three sizes and help you clean that place up. Move over, diehard conversation. You know, the uh, the perennial, is it a Christmas movie? Is it not? It came out in July, though. Forget about that. The question is, is The Thing a Christmas movie? According to at Budrick Zach on Twitter, yes. And think about it. Just ponder for a moment. As he writes, The Thing is a movie about a group of people who don't even really like each other, stuck together in a single snowbound location, trying to figure out who has a terrifying infection. It counts as a Christmas movie, but perhaps we can add the modifier it only counts as a Christmas movie this year, and perhaps the last as well. And I hope that is the last of it, and then we can move it back into just being a very wintry, very cold-looking, very, very, very arctic climate horror movie that doesn't really have a whole lot to do with Christmas, right? At the present, it's a little too close for comfort. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern uh, went on to a TV show just earlier in the week and, well, gave an awkward uh, but amazing confirmation, an amazing one. Here, I'll just allow her to explain everything. I can confirm that, that Tinder liaisons have reopened. Great news for my friend. It's not, it's not strictly embedded in the traffic light system, but um, it is a given up to 25, actually, in a red area. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, no, stop, stop. <laughs> no, no, we are going no further on that line of questioning. <laughs> no further. Um, first of all, amazing. 
Uh, second of all, largely unprompted, which makes it even more amazing. But to explain, to make that make more sense, if you're not aware, uh, New Zealand has been employing uh, what they're calling a traffic light system. Uh, basically assigning green, yellow, or red status and various restrictions that are associated with those to areas depending on active cases and other factors. You know, a lot of complexity to it, but still, it becomes a simple method of informing people about what the status is where they live, right? Green, yellow, or red. Seems to have been fairly effective. Which is funny, because a traffic light system is also fairly effective during 25 people getting together for a Tinder liaison. Know the safe words, people. Pink Floyd with a big surprise for fans. Just a huge surprise, in fact. This week, 12, count them, a dozen LPs were added to streaming services uh, with uh, basically collections of live performances from their early gigs in the 70s, uh, 1970 to 1972. Uh, tons of them, you know, 12 just available all of a sudden, no prior warning, no real big announcement. I guess Merry Christmas to everyone. Meanwhile, Eric Clapton, not so much in the Christmas spirit. No, I would say more on the Grinch, uh, Scrooge kind of, uh, side of things. He has won a legal case against a German woman who was, uh, going to be selling, didn't actually succeed in doing so, a bootleg CD of his on eBay. Yeah, it was up for bids on an auction site, going for about 9.95 euros. Uh, it's a Clapton concert from the 1980s, which was unauthorized. She had purchased it back in 1987 at a department store, and then just was trying to sell it, unknowing that it was a bootleg, in fact... She has lost the court case and now is due to sell or due to give Eric Clapton money to the tune of about three thousand four hundred dollars. Uh, sorry, euros total, which covers both parties' legal fees. Should she try to sell it again, the fines will be much steeper and much more ridiculous. You really, you really stuck it to bootleg culture there. Clapton. This story coming off the internet, all about a, a woman, reality TV star. She was on a show called. Uh, Oh, I'm married in a minute or something like that. 90 Day Fiance, that's what it was. There we go. <laughs> you get the idea. It still works. But uh, she was on there and, you know, made some money, got a little bit of a following, became a little bit of an influencer, if you will. And then she started farting into jars and selling them on the internet. I am not even kidding about this. This is a real thing, and it is the perfect opportunity for a brand new punch lineup. What do you say? There it is. There's the bell. <laughs> Here's the setup. Reality TV personality reveals she makes 70 grand a week selling her farts online. And soon, look for her tell-all book, The Fart of the Deal. Reality TV personality reveals she makes 70 grand a week selling her farts online. Now her life is like Fartpocalypse Now. Or uh, Farts of Darkness, if you prefer. Reality TV personality reveals she makes 70 grand a week selling her farts online, and she says it's been a real gas. Reality TV personality reveals she makes 70 grand a week selling her farts online this Christmas. Give the gift of some girls poot pourri. Okay, all right, all right. And finally, reality TV personality reveals she makes 70 grand a week selling her farts online. She used to just squeak by, and now she gets by by squeaking. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. On 100.5 Cruise FM.